I just want to honour Mark, actually, just for giving me the liberty to go, because there's so much kind of going on in the inside of me that um, it's hard to contain and it's hard to carry. And I'm not going to start crying, so I'm going to stay cool. I was sharing stuff with Mark in the cafe on um, Friday. And there was a moment in the middle of the cafe. Yes, I could have been a wreck on the floor. But God just broke on, broke in on me, moved me immensely. I was broken up. Tears streamed down my face. And I really had to rein it in. But anyway, free to take my shoes off. I feel a bit more grounded. What I'm actually going to share today is for some the beginning of a journey. But for others, it's actually the continuing of a journey. And I believe, I'm going to use a big word, I believe that we are at a chronos moment. And that is a really big word, isn't it? I like it. It sort of came out of somewhere. I think it's a Greek word. It just simply means time, basically. It's, just, it's a really important time, basically. Um, but I'm trying to underscore there's something immensely meaningful and powerful for us as a body of believers right at this time. And last week, Daryl just so clicked stuff for me that it was like, I'm falling forwards into everything God's adding. I'm on free fall now. God, I've, I've let go of it and it's, it's moving. I can't hold this back any longer, which is why I said thank you to Mark for letting me run with this because it's mucked his program up. I believe God is refocusing us and bringing something into our consciousness to make it center stage again. And you know, if you've ever preached, the preach has already happened you know, when you get up, he's like, well, God said it already. I like, thanks, Pete. Uh, thanks, Ben. Um, Kathy, too. And that's good because it's confirmation. The thing is, God's releasing this and other people, too. There's something happening. And it's not just for individuals. The key thing is it is for us as a body. Um, now, over the coming months, I'll be preaching and sharing on a Sunday more on a more regular basis. And what I want to do is to expand in many ways and what I begin to share today. It's an ever-expanding message. And is there ever an end to it? I don't know. But I believe it will have a major impact on us. And God is placing a huge magnifying glass over it because he's so eager for us to walk in the fullness of it. Now, I might sound a bit serious about it, but... This is the greatest and most thrilling, exciting and hilarious time headed up for us in the coming weeks and months. It's actually what we were destined for. By the way, you are allowed to say, Amen, I agree, that's good, even if it's just to keep yourself awake. Okay? It's time for the blueprints to be rolled up. And the footings to be dug and the building to go up. Mel, I want to thank you for bringing that word as well. I don't want us to forget what God said through Mel. This is part of it. The reason I said this was a Kronos moment was... 
there are times in life where you look back and say, gosh, do you remember? That was a really significant moment looking back because if I hadn't made that decision then, I wouldn't be here now doing this or whatever it was. And sometimes significant moments happen in very insignificant ways. The birth of Jesus, hidden away, in darkness. Who knew about it? A handful of people. But the impact of that event was cataclysmic. And so for us, we have to recognize the times. This moment, not this very second in time, but this moment, this period for us as a body of believers is a chronos moment in God. It's a juncture, a change of direction that is going to have massive impact. Exactly. God has given us a name, Freedom Church. And when God says something... It's important. Take note. Names stick. Names have power. I want the right name. God has given us a name with great meaning and great purpose. Now, earlier on, I was playing a bit, having a bit of fun with you, and I was putting post-it notes on the back of you, some of which fell off, and... Thanks, Sue, who gathered up a few and gave them back, and I handed them out to other people. Sorry if you didn't get one, but I ran out of um, post-its with things written on. But it was just a little sign, a little bit of fun to say, actually, God is sticking something onto us. And it's not going to drop off us either. He has said it so blatantly, so obviously, that you couldn't miss it. It's that in your face. When Mark shared it, there was a twinge in my flesh. I thought, mm, sounds a bit kind of like freedom church. It's a bit like basic, isn't it? Or whatever. I thought, if God has said it, I don't care what we're called at all. And I do like it, by the way. I think, hey. But actually, I began to think, wait a minute. This could get very uncomfortable. I'll say more. I went out to the woods yesterday because I don't know if you remember this stuff. It's, um, it's sadly a bit damp because I left it outside. Um, but it's that stuff which, no, it's lost its bit of sticky. But it sticks. And as kids, we used to play with this. We used to throw it at each other, or throw it, or get a big lump of it and chuck it on someone's back without them realising. And they're walking along with this dirty great lump of green stuff on the back. They have no idea. But it's lost its sticky, unfortunately. But God's labelling of us won't ever lose its sticky. It's going to stay stuck to us, which is what happens. These little ball things get all over your socks. And you know, when we were kids, we used to go for walks in the woods and you'd be picking out these blinking little things for days later, because you wouldn't change your socks, of course. So, but God is wanting to stick something to us that is immovable, super glued to us. It's going to be impossible to get rid of. Do you know, a name is a label 
that identifies the thing after which it's called. If I say giraffe, you instantly know, yes, I know what to expect. It's tall, it's got long legs, and it eats leaves from trees. The name identifies it. Okay, very simple, poor analogy, I know. But it conjures up something in your thinking. Names are powerful. And God wants us to be ever mindful that he's brought us into the freedom of his son. His son suffered to bring us this glorious freedom. Do you know, we didn't decide, if you like, to be called Freedom Church. But thank God our leadership is obedient, open to the Holy Spirit and said, we agree, God, we will do what you say. So in one sense, we did decide, but it was clearly a prophetic sign that came and we've responded to that. Romans 8, 18 to 21 says, For I consider our present sufferings aren't worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration. Now, this is all a bit of a mystery. Not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Now, that has got to kick in sometime sooner or later, I believe. Come on. God's word doesn't return empty. I don't want same old, same old. Abbreviate that. It's so-so. Same old, same old. Pretty so-so, isn't it? Mediocre. Yeah, forget it tomorrow. I don't want that sort of life. And God doesn't want that for us either. So he shouted it out with trumpets. Freedom Church. That is who you are. Actually, you belong to me. And this is my identity. And you own my identity. In case you'd forgotten. But what is this glorious freedom? Okay, I'm a man of like big words, the bit flowery, and sometimes I'm, I'm definitely aware that I have to root things in, well, what does it mean for me, Stu? 